Hey guys, it's Jesse. In today's episode of Showbread, we're talking about the importance of sports ministry and how it's helped mold my life and Pastor Drew's life alike. So you don't want to miss this one. We're talking about karate, we're talking about sports, we're talking about stories, and we're talking about, most importantly, sharing the gospel message through sports ministry. Stay tuned. Alright, welcome to another edition of Showbread. Because it's, it's fresh. fresh! My name is Jesse, I'm with Pastor Drew. Pastor Drew, how are you doing today? Man, I tell you what, it is great to see yeah. you. We are more ready for the Saturday service. Thank you for your help, Jesse. You've been putting it together, oh, working hard, up in the internet, getting the cameras in position, the chairs oh, are ready. Thank so, you. What did, what did uh, Chick Hearn used to say, the jello's jiggling? It's in the refrigerator. I, I don't, your time. I, I'm not really used to that phrase, the jello's uh, jiggling. I'm not really used to that one, but it sounds like... A very important man said that. He, he was a great announcer for the Clippers for many, many years. Mm. And the Clippers lost a million games. Yeah. And that's how he would end it when they were blown out. And he would say, the refrigerator's cooling, the light's off, and the jello's jiggling. Man. It's over. So that's what it. I mean to say is <laughs> we are ready for tonight. We are ready. And my week had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of good mm. things I'm excited about. And the mountaintops sure beat out the valleys. That is an awesome phrase. The mountaintops sure beat out the valleys. Yeah, I had some good views this week. How That's, about yourself? Uh, my week is going great. Very busy, as always. Um, busier now than... How's, how's, how's that book, Six Active Incomes, coming? Oh, it's great. I got, <laughs> got a, a couple. <laughs> it's going really good, Pastor. Hey, thank you for taking your time out today, Pastor Drew. I think we discussed off-air that we want to talk about sports ministry. Is that right? I love sports ministry. Can you tell us a little bit about how important... Well, first, to the listener... What sports ministry is? It sounds kind of obvious if you're already... Well, not everybody's this church. Not everybody speaks uh, Christianese like me and you can. That's true. Can you talk a little bit about what sports ministry is about and yeah. how it's effective in the kingdom? Well, as a church, we have a group. We have an assembly. That's what a church is, is those called out to assemble. So I like to do things that we can do with a group that you can't do by yourself. That's right. It's one of the many, many benefits. And there's a lot of sports that require a group, like... Tonight, there's a basketball league going league. on. And because we've pulled some of our resources and yep. some of our abilities, we've bought in jerseys, we've yep. hired a referee, we got a scoreboard, yep. we got teams, and we're going to play. So we are. the word ministry simply means serving. Mm -hmm. So sports provide an avenue that you can serve. Like my kids, they play for the, the city park and rec, and I pay a fee, and, yeah. and there's a lot of money that goes back and forth. Mm -hmm. However, at the church, we're doing this for free. For free. And we're mentoring, and we're inputting not only basketball skills, leadership skills. Uh -huh. This is a very practical, non-invasive, easy way for people to come to church and then come to Christ. Absolutely. I think you're absolutely correct. I was talking to Nathan, which is a great brother in Christ. Yeah, good youth pastor. Great youth pastor. I think uh, we were talking about the importance of sports ministry, and, and I think you said it, a non-invasive or abrasive way to come to to church you know i think in my years and we can talk i would like to ask you too of how sports ministry affected you as a person so actually i'll start with you pastor as a person how has sports ministry affected your life not as a pastor but as as someone you know I, i've got to closer. lead a lot of people to christ through sports yeah i gave my life to jesus when I was about 13, I mean, I went all in. I went to youth camp in Big Bear, went to yep. the altar, got right with the Lord. And I love playing basketball. Basketball probably kept me out of more trouble than about anything else. Mm -hmm. And basketball, I'd find myself playing at local parks, playing on teams. And that gave me means to make new friends or acquaintances that I could share Christ with and invite to church. And then when the church would do fun events, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. I'm giving an example. I know we're talking about me personally, but 
Last week, I was so excited to see these two brothers. One of the brothers had come to church ah, once or twice in the last couple of months, but I know he's got a few people that come to our church that have invited, invited, invited. We started this league. He's on one of the teams. Guess where he is Saturday night during service? He's all ears. He's praying. He's listening. He's seeking God because there's a sport event going on right after. So for me personally, I found it to be a really fun way of fellowship and staying out of trouble. Yeah. And a really effective means of inviting people to a fun event around other Christians. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, your testimony would have found you on a football field That's right. in La Quinta that is right. before you knew Christ. Absolutely. You're right. And I, I was talking to Nathan about how important sports ministry was in my life. I was I was uh, friends with your with I was friends with a person named Pedro and he lived next door to your house, next to your parents' house. And uh, then I met your brother, Matt, and then he started playing football. I didn't really even play football. I didn't even really even wanted to play football. And so he invited us to play, and, and we actually played football for I don't know how many years at the park yeah. in La Quinta. And that was just a stepping stone to so many different things that God had for me. Because I remember we play, and it's not just coming to Christ or, or a, a door or gateway to come to church. It was so much like leadership, so much like, uh, it's just, it was a lot of other things, other skills that I learned, not just necessarily coming to Christ, but leadership skills, working hard, working for your team, working on a team, taking direction. And honestly, like those all sound skills that you would need in a workplace, but I learned them all at a, I learned them first at a park at 1030 on Saturday morning <laughs> in La Quinta, California at Fred's Burns Park. The one with the pool. Uh, the pool. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was great. And I, I remember thinking back and looking back about how, how if, I, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't football at the park, then how else would I hear the invitation of Christ? And of course, there's many different ways that God can, can call other people to, to invite me to church. But I think to myself, you know, it was very easy. It was fun with my friends. We're out there playing for six something years. It was awesome, man. And personally, I've seen a lot of people come to Christ. A lot of people's lives have changed. And I think you said it. I think it helps people stay out of trouble because it gives you a mission. You know, especially yeah. if you're on a team. If you're on a team, like even today, I was talking to uh, someone that was playing in the church. Thing. I asked, "Are you coming tonight?" He's from out of town. He lives an hour away. Same as Maddie. I'm like, hey, you coming tonight? He's like, I'm coming tonight. I'm like, man, like, are you a sub or are you on a team? He's like, I, I got a jersey, so I'm going to play. That's right. And I'm like, man, that guy is playing. He's driving an hour away. Originally, he told me he wanted just to be a sub or whatever. Like, I'll just show up if someone needs. But Pastor Drew gave me a jersey. I'm on this team. He's on so the team. I'm coming. So and His, his yeah. son's coming. He's going to plug into the church a little bit. Yeah. You know, you, you said it right. There's so many parallels between sports and the Christian life. Yeah. In sports, you have an adversary. You have an opponent. In the Christian life, we have many adversaries. We have our flesh. We have sin. We have the devil. Yeah. We have this world system. In sports, you have a coach. Yeah. In the Christian life, you have pastors and you have God that you follow. Yeah. In sports, you have teammates. In, in the Christian life, you have brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. In sports, you have an event. You have game day. You have practices. Yeah. Likewise, in the Christian life, you have church services and special events, crusades and missionary journeys. So the parallels are there. One of my favorite sports that we've done here for years yeah. is karate. Karate. And that yeah. has some intrinsic, built-in, spiritual aspects mm-hmm. of self-restraint, of being patient, of learning and having a submissive heart, of bowing, of honor, of respecting, of finding 
kind of that inner peace. Mm-hmm. And that has really been a tremendous ministry into mm-hmm. Riverside Christian Assembly. You know what? I think, I, yeah. yeah. I remember going to one of the first ever karate programs that Mr. Tucker uh, put on. It was at, I forgot, it was at. At uh, Bobby Bonds Park, I think it was Bobby Bonds. We went to all different parks. I forgot what park, and I remember just falling down the ground and and getting dirty in the mud. <laughs> but you know what? I think you said. I think there is. I think when we're talking about karate, you know, maybe there's some Eastern type of you know mysticism, mysticism yeah. yeah, mysticism and stuff. And you said it's already kind of built in, but let's just subtract, just like extract the mysticism and add the truth in. You know, like. It's more of a, you know, in karate, I think, you know, just watching you guys, it's kind of, you guys use the word discipline a lot. A lot of discipline. A lot of discipline. I think as a Christian, you got to have a lot of discipline because being a Christian, you can't just say, I'm a Christian now. You know, there's a lot of different things that you have to, not so many different things, but, you know, getting baptized, praising God, uh, you know, using your mouth to declare God as your Savior. A couple different principles and a couple different disciplines that you have to kind of fall in line to actually consider yourself saved and consider yourself a Christian. And I think um, there's a lot of different things in karate that really coincides with that. So The karate journey, we say, is the journey of perfection that you don't expect to really attain. Hmm. And likewise, That's Paul nice. says that one thing I know, I know how to keep pressing forward, that the goal is to be like Christ. The goal is perfection. On Friday night, we're having a really fun event. Oh, we're going to be, awesome. be at it's 8 p.m. Awesome. to 9 p.m., uh-huh. eight-man single elimination tournament. You're the MC. Yep. We got you announcing. Announcing. And we got the tiki torches ready. We got the bleachers ready. The food is <laughs> yeah. ready. We it's got really great. a lot of. And then we're going to go two on two. It's going to be kicking up some dust. <laughs> it's going to be a, a fight. It's going to look really cool, I think. And you know, a big part of that is to invite more people. Yeah. They're going to see an event, they're going to yeah. see something happening. And you know, you said something interesting about Eastern mysticism and, you know, replacement. I love when Paul goes to the, the Athenian philosophers and he comes to that altar of the unknown god and he begins there Hmm. there's a lot of a lot of ways of thinking that we can start there and then show them christ yeah no yeah i think i don't want to say bait and switch but i feel like there is a lot of things that draw like jesus to draw you know he uses everyday in his parables his everyday stuff to to be able to connect with people imagine Imagine, and I think to myself, if I was Jesus Christ, obviously I'm not, but if I was thinking to myself, how do I explain heaven to these people? How do I explain the holiness of who I am? Obviously, he uses the Old Testament or the, you know, the, oh yeah, the Old Testament. He uses, he draws scriptures from there that, that people can understand. Like, that makes sense, Jesus. But then he uses every people's everyday lives, you know, like you know, tilling the earth or, or planting seeds or, or getting married. Like he uses all these parables so we can understand at least a little bit of what heaven's like, what he's like as Jesus, as God. And so I feel like karate and sports ministry is a really great stepping stone to know, to get in, get involved in more of what, what God has for you. You know, especially at our church, I've seen, I've seen so many lives transformed through the karate ministry. I'm looking at the roster right now for tonight. We've got about 30 names mm-hmm. of individuals that are coming. Yeah. And they're looking forward to being on a team, shaking hands, playing some basketball. So much fun. You know, in these days, there's churches closing. There's a lot of youth wandering yeah. the streets. And yet here we got a roster full of people. It's pretty amazing. And it really didn't cost us that much money compared to no. the bigger budget stuff. Yeah. And we got people... That get to serve, that get to be captains, that get to kind of coach. Yeah. 
You know, we're kind of doubling down on this sports ministry idea. Dr. Victor, my old basketball coach. Dr. Coach Victor. That's right. That's what we call him. Dr. Coach. He has founded a new college called Southern California Leadership University, and the major focus is sports ministry. Yeah. And so I'm getting to teach some classes with him, and Mm -hmm. he's actually recruiting some coaches right now and some players. And it looks like by January, Lord willing, they got the license to open a higher education school. They got some Christian accreditation. Yep. And we as a church have gotten to be part of that. So when we say we believe in sports ministry, mm-hmm. we're doing it. We really believe in it, huh? <laughs> oh, man. We, last Friday, last four Fridays, and then coming up this Friday morning, 730, I've given a, a, a spot on my daily devotions to, to Professor Ray Manning. And oh, he's yeah. done a brilliant job. The yeah. course is Christian coaching. Mm-hmm. Man, did he do a good job talking about tyrants and yep. pushovers and strategy and keeping motivation mm-hmm. and holding the line on discipline and character, yeah. redefining greatness. Lots of really good sports-related mm-hmm. Christian topics yep. that are going to equip our people to be in the marketplace. What did he say? I think he had a great quote. I know he, he used it. It said, uh, man, was it perseverance is perfection unachieved? I forgot, but it was great. He's got a lot of good quotes. <laughs> it was it? great. And he's got I, the yeah. slides that come up with the yeah. pictures. Yeah. He's got some video clips. He's a good teacher, yeah. and that... School, you know, if you want to get more involved in sports ministry, maybe you're a pastor, maybe you're a youth pastor, an assistant pastor, maybe you're a head pastor and you want to get sports ministry, Southern California Leadership University has got some great classes yep. that you could check out. You could go to the Riverside Christian Assembly app, yep. and it also has the classes recorded. You can yeah. listen to them, and we want to see the kingdom advance. You know, as someone asked me for advice, you know, in youth ministry a couple months ago, and I said, hey, you know what, you really got to play some sports. That's that's it. You know, you really gotta double down on sports, coach, do some sports events, dodgeball, stuff like that. Because I personally have seen in my own personal ministry and in other people's oh, ministries. For years, you you ran the youth group, yeah. you youth pastor. Yeah. Was that was that the keys to some of the success that oh, you had? Man, I'm telling you right now, it was the easiest thing. <laughs> hey guys, we're gonna go play football. Hey, we're gonna go play basketball, we're gonna go play dodgeball. I don't have to pull teeth. Hey, we're going to go to church. Be, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but if I say, hey, we're going to play basketball, we're going to get something to eat, it's going to be fun. I got 10,000 hands raised in the air. I got so many. And a lot of those kids in that youth group stayed, became excellent young men and women. And, and it was through sports ministry because they were eager to play. They're going to either they're either going to play with me and pray afterwards or they're going to play at the park with themselves with whoever, you know. Well, and, and, so, and, and we have a group. Yeah. And you know what else we have is we have a group that has a little bit of governance with it. Yeah. In other words, when you go to a park, you got no say on how, if they pass the ball, no. if they're going to use bad language, yep. if they're going to be mean to you. But when you play with a sports ministry, yeah. we got the refs, we yep. got the coaches, we got the facility, and we kind of got a little bit of say on every team. Yeah. So I think the uh, it's really what a lot of parents are looking for is a clean league. Yeah. Is a league that's I'm not saying safe like the sports are all a little inherently dangerous. Yeah. You might fall, you might get hurt, but what I'm more concerned about as a parent is the morals, is the ethics, is is the Absolutely. kid on uh, the bench going to show my kid a dirty picture? Is he going to yeah. use bad language? Mm-hmm. Is he going to use slurs? Is he going to call kids names? Is he going to bully them? You know, when you're in a Christian league or a church ministry, yep. the coaches, the referees, everybody's a little bit trained to be in tune with that. Mm-hmm. And so you're not only giving them the best athletically that you can give them, and the morals are there, and hopefully good company is there. You, yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Pastor. I think one other thing, too, to add to what you said is, like, when we lose, you know, and how, yeah. how, how we lose as Christians – 
before I was a Christian, and trust me, I don't like, I hate losing, but even that, even me saying I hate losing, I used to love losing. I, I didn't even care about sports or winning or anything like that. It wasn't until I was involved in sports ministry, playing football, caring about winning, because if I win, then the rest of my teammates, I, if I work hard and everyone else is working hard, we're going to have a great chance yeah. to win, and we're going to have a great time winning. Yeah, you got a good shot, you got a good, good arm. That's right, you know, and so I think... You know, looking back at it, you know, there was a lot of kids saved in my life through sports ministries. I think there's Deion Sanders is now a coach. He's one of the greatest cornerbacks to ever play. He said, and this is kind of, it sucks to, to hear what he said. It, it, it's kind of illuminating. He said, he said, someone asked him, like, hey, what's up with youth sports nowadays? And he said, you know, in, back in the day when I was a kid, the gangsters, you can't be an athlete and a gangster at the same time. He would say, he said, when I was coming up, the gangsters in my neighborhood, they would never let me be a part of the gang. They would never let me be get into trouble. They would support me. They would say, no, you don't need this youngster. This life is not for you. You are going to go to the NFL. Like We're going to do everything we can to not let you become yeah. a gangster. And nowadays, he said, nowadays, like, no, like, the, the, the gangsters don't care. They're just recruiting any type of kids. They don't, they're not looking out for each other. And, and Deion Sanders is saying, you know, we got to, we got to protect the kids that have talent, the kids that have some type of athletic talent, that can be in the NBA, be in the NFL. If you see those kids, protect them. But I think in my head, well, that's what we're trying to do every single day when we're doing sports ministry, you know? And so, and, and not just the top-tier kids. No, for we're, everyone. We're getting these kids that got cut from the freshman team. Right. We're getting these kids that are getting bullied at school. So yeah. a lot of what we're doing, we, we got the weight set in the back, which we're excited about. Yeah. Every week we got California's Strongest Man. That's right. Shout-outs to Rudy Ponce. Strongest he's, man ever. He's been teaching. The other day I saw uh, one of the brothers in the church named Chris. He helps uh, teach some martial arts. Yeah. And he had a group of five, six new guys. I, I met him on their way. In, lifted weights, went and trained karate, yep. and I thought, here, these guys would never come to church yep. but for sports ministry. That's right. And now they're hanging out with good Christian guys, they're going to close in prayer, and they're an inch away yeah. from getting baptized, born again, filled with the yeah. Spirit. You know what's funny, Pastor Drew, is that so many people have came to our church through sports ministry yeah. that what you said would never, ever come to our church regard for any reason other than the sports ministry, other than karate. And now they're plugged in. They're here to stay. They're serving people. They're saved. They get baptized. Take I last think last week, remember yeah. Caesar? Caesar. Yeah, Caesar was a great guy. Can you tell us a little bit about Caesar? Caesar helps me every Wednesday teach the kids karate class. Yeah. And him and I became friends, and he, he got more and more involved with church. And yeah. then to see him and Amanda get baptized. Wasn't that beautiful? It was so sweet to see. Great? And he's coming tonight. He's hooping. Yeah. And so he's ingrained in the lifeblood of the church. Mm -hmm. And some of that connection. The old saying is people might come for preaching. They might yeah. come for worship. They might come for the glitz and glam, lights, camera, smoke, action. Yeah. You know, you might be able to attract them with that. Yeah. But they're only staying if they're connected. Yep. And when you're high five, and even if you barely met these strangers, mm -hmm. and then we give you the same jersey, and you get to come back next week and play again, yep. I think it's a good recipe to connect, make new friends, and then they'll keep coming together. Absolutely. That's my hope. Yeah, it's yeah. discipleship. Yeah, I have people coming over, driving an hour. I have different people that I've worked played with, or different people that have come and played on my teams that worked at Chipotle. That I would invite them to church and then... From Hammett. Yeah, from, from Corona. All over. From Palm Desert. That's right. I mean, they're coming, man. They're, they're, they're coming. Huntington Beach is coming. That's right. Come on, man. And so, you know, we've had a lot of success in youth ministry. And I think, I think just to just kind of wrap up our youth ministry talk, if you're out there listening, if you're a youth pastor or a head pastor or, or any, you just want to bring people to Christ. Yeah. 
I think a great tactic and something that's so easy and such an amazing thing teaches in leadership would be sports ministry. Get involved in coaching teams. I think when I first moved to Riverside, I coached a flag football team. That was great. And I saw in that flag football team, I coached that one year, George Tovar, yeah. Donovan Graham. Yeah. They came, and a, other, a bunch of other kids came to church because they they, they, they enjoyed my, me as a coach. They thought I was fun, and I invited them to church. I said, yeah. You know, I'll go to church, you know, and so um, working, you know, doing the sports ministry, coaching and stuff, if you want to save, even if you're an adult and you want to find, you know, go and play basketball somewhere, you know, hey, hey, I like shooting hoops, I like playing, let me get your number, hey, I go to church over here, if you wanted to come, you know, like, I, I there's a guy named Dustin that I used to play all the time at 24 Hour Fitness, I just would play with him and he never went to church and we invited him and he started coming and he moved out of state, but I think if he would have stayed, he would still be here today. But, um, Pastor, anything else for sports ministry? I know, you know we got sports ministry tonight. is a great opportunity, and we're looking forward to tonight. Hey, you and I get to play. So talking about losing, <laughs> one of us, that's right, is gonna is gonna demonstrate losing with dignity tonight because we're going head to head. We are. We are going to go head to head. And if you haven't tuned in yet, we are streaming our RCA. Riverside Christian Assembly Basketball League 2.0 on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, YouTube and Facebook. And you can watch all the highlights there. It's going to be streamed live. It's also, if you can't catch us live, we'll be archived on there. Watch it. Check us out. We're not messing around. We're definitely going to, there's going to be a definite winner and there's going to be definite losers. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Pastor, anything else? Can you close us no, in prayer? Right. Our Father in heaven, give us your strength. Give us your courage. Help us to be bold as lions. Help us to invite others. Help us to, to be fishers of men. Help us to become all things to all men that we might win some. Lord, help us not to beat the air. Help us to be trained. We know that, that exercise is profitable, but godliness is profitable for yes, all God. things. Lord, help us to be good mentors, good coaches, good disciple makers. Absolutely. Lord, we want to win souls and make yes, disciples. Lord. So Lord, help us to be focused on your kingdom, yes, on Lord. winning others to you and developing them, cultivating them, seeing them. Fulfill the plans that you have for them. Yes, we love Lord. you, Lord. Move in power. My name is Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. This has been a great episode of Showbread. <laughs>